Welcome to Dr. Cindy Speaks. Regular musings and reflections on politics, current events. Dr. Cindy Banyer is a mom and small business owner fighting for our water, our health, our community. She's running for the people of Southwest Florida, trying to flip Florida 19 from red to blue. Listen as she speaks truth to power. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Cindy Banyan for Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe for February 22nd, 2023. And this podcast is being recorded at 6.41 p.m. Things going on today are focusing on the U.S. as a country as well as here in Florida. So tomorrow at noon, there is a statewide protest planned by university students for noon. The walkout is in response to Governor Ron DeSantis and his increasing attacks on higher education, everything from requiring additional political-based courses and recommendations for students, the attacks and the tracking of trans students, as well as additional takeovers to sway the way that universities are run in the instance that we see of New College, where Hal of Ron DeSantis had been put in after his conservative board that he appointed ousted the previous president. And that new president of New College is making almost $700,000 a year of public dollars. So uh, lots to protest around, and I stand in solidarity with the university students here in the state of Florida as they express themselves in the face of higher ed attacks. Speaking of attacks, the Proud Boys trial of the high-ranking members of the organization in relation to the seditious conspiracy as part of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol is ongoing. Today we had testimony from Jeremy Bertino, who is a witness in the case. He had been a high-ranking member of the organization. He did not make the trip to Washington, D.C. on January 6th because he was healing from a knife attack that he had gotten injured with in December of 2020. However, he was privy to the plans and said that the Proud Boys themselves wanted war and revolution, and their concept was to occupy the U.S. Capitol, and that this then got derailed by the, quote, tourists who came along with them, and their goal was also to track down and capture Nancy Pelosi. They wanted to have an actual plan. They had an actual plan and it was the 1776 plan. And that was the collaboration between the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers to occupy the U.S. Capitol and other buildings in Washington, D.C. to disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. And that is what Enrique Tarrio and other Proud Boys are on trial for right now. There was some speculation that the defense was going to subpoena Donald Trump, but it is unlikely that he will actually appear in this case. Speaking of cases and Donald Trump, we got news from special counsel Jack Smith, who is in charge of looking into the 
deeds surrounding Donald Trump, including the documents that were seized from his house and his actions in relation to January 6th and the attempt to overturn the 2020 election. As his scrutiny and information to the grand jury continues, Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner have been subpoenaed in relation to information about Trump's desire to maintain power and his activity in relation to the January 6th attack. So we will be looking forward to learning additional information from the testimony of Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump and hoping that the grand jury will then have enough, more than enough information to put forth indictments for Donald Trump and his cronies as they were looking to overthrow the election and ultimately end our democracy. One of the things that also came out of the Proud Boys testimony was the fact that the Proud Boys themselves called each other and their ability to go to the lengths of revolution and violence. They would say that they are going full fash. So they are fully aware of the activities that they are engaged in. And uh, so is Donald Trump, because remember what he said with the Proud Boys, stand back and stand by in that presidential debate. And they certainly took that to heart. Additionally, we learned today that the Mormon church had been fined for purposefully hiding over $32 billion in assets in more than 13 shell companies. Now, the investigation was ongoing, and there was a whistleblower in the case who talked about the extensive lengths that the Mormon church went to try and hide their extensive portfolio. Ultimately, the SEC has decided to fine the Mormon church $5 million because of the violation. However, that seems like a regular, a large amount of money if you're a regular person. However, if you are one of the largest landholders in the United States and had already hidden $32 billion from your books, $5 million is not really anything more than a small pebble in your shoe and very unlikely to continue to deter any this type of activity. If it's something that we learn from this case with the Mormon church, that it is absolutely necessary that the fines and penalties for this type of tax evasion that is commensurate with the level of the crime. So $5 million for $32 billion in tax evasion is not really commensurate. And it's actually just seemingly going to mean it's the price to continue such tax evasion. Additionally, this shows that church entities, especially ones who are focused on gaining wealth, such as the Mormon church and other types of big evangelical churches like the one that Joel Osteen is in charge of, who was also in the news for his extravagant salary of over $54 million a year in the copious amounts of cars that he has. But it's very clear that these are not truly nonprofit organizations, truly not serving the community, and that people are enriching themselves. And they should not continue to have nonprofit status and not be forced to pay their fair share back. 
into the public coffers for public good when it's so evident that they're having private gain from that status. So looking forward to reform in this area and moving into the future. Thanks so much for joining me here today. This has been Dr. Cindy Banier for Dr. Cindy Speaks and hoping that you will follow along with us on Twitter at Cindy underscore Banier underscore FL and on Instagram at Dr. Cindy Banier and on Facebook as well. Check out the Big Mouth Media YouTube channel where you'll be able to find short videos of all our different types of shows coming up. We also need your help. We are an independent and growing media company in Florida, looking at especially holding Florida and Ron DeSantis and all of the other corrupt politicians here accountable, and we need your help. We cannot do it without you, so we encourage you to get a subscription to help keep us afloat. For $4.99 a month, you can subscribe to Dr. Cindy Speaks, and for $49.99, you can get the whole year, and that is at a discounted rate. If you really want to help Big Mouth Media, we encourage you to sponsor or to get a subscription for all of our shows for the low price of $19.99 a month or get that whole year subscription for $199.99. So help us continue to be able to provide high quality investigative research like the kind that we see at on Misinformational with Rebecca Jones dialogues that are important for our contextualization of politics, such as Juice, Fresh Talk, and a Democrat and a Republican walk into a bar, and daily news reports just like this one, Dr. Cindy Speaks Daily Diatribe. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to hearing you again or seeing you again another day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Cindy Speaks. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to cindybanyay.com or connect with her directly at vote at cindybanyay.com. We love connecting with people.